Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. I am your host, Adam Tuggle, and this is the show that gets your week started off right. This is the show where the gospel is told and not sold, y'all. Yes, it is Monday, December the 6th, and we thank God for being here today. Yes, again, we thank God for being here today on this beautiful, beautiful Monday in Jesus name. We thank God for each and every person tuning in today on this Monday in Jesus name. Uh, Thank God for being here with you guys once again in Jesus name. Today, we have a very, very powerful episode on today. We are finishing, uh, concluding our series on what is your deepest fear. Uh, We are doing a series on fear and what the Lord has told us about uh, fear. And we are, uh, we've talked about analyzing the greatness in us. Then we talked about analyzing uh, our deepest fear. And now we are talking about uh, uh, trying to uh, know what fear is and how, what, what things we can use, what tools, what spiritual tools can we use to fight the spirit of fear on today? How do we win against fear? Amen. This is what we're going to be talking about today. How to win against fear. Amen. We're going to talk about the tools that we can use spiritually and naturally uh, for the spirit of fear on today. Um, I praise God for being here again. I know I keep saying it, but I thank God for being here in Jesus name. Uh, I praise God for each and every person that is listening uh, to the show on today. We're going to take a commercial break in Jesus name and we're going to come right back uh, to the show and talk about this uh, topic on today on this episode of the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. So stay tuned. Uh, If you're driving, focus on your driving, but keep your ears tuned in. Uh, to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast show on today as we discuss the topic, how to win over fear in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everybody. We are back on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show, and I am your host, Adam Tuggle. Amen. We praise God for being here in Jesus' name. Man, I am so excited um, today about uh, this this episode um, and the topic we are talking about today, how to win against fear. Amen. We are talking about that on today and we are concluding our series, um, the series entitled, What is Your Deepest Fear? Amen. Um, We are, uh, we did a three-part series and this is the last part of that series in Jesus' name. 
we're talking about the spirit of fear. Um, as I've said before, the spirit of fear um, can hold us back from a lot of things. Fear can hold us uh, back from our destiny. Fear can hold us back from our goals in our lives, uh, spiritually and naturally in Jesus name. Fear can even hold us back from the things that God has designed for our lives in Jesus name. But we as people of God and as people must know how to fight against fear. Amen. We have spiritual weapons to fight against the spirit of fear because fear is nothing but a spirit and fear is not of God. Amen. Um, the Bible in the word of God, it, it tells us um, ways that we can fight against the spirit of fear and what the spirit of fear does to us in Jesus name. Amen. It takes uh, fear takes away a lot of things, a lot of great things that we might need in our lives or might have in our lives in Jesus name. One of the things that fear takes away from us is our peace in Jesus name. And everybody, everybody on the face of the earth, I know wants their peace. Amen. But fear, the spirit of fear, and this is one of the attacks from the enemy himself. He tries to bring fear in up to creep in upon us because he does not want us to reach our destiny. Amen. This is plain and simple. He does not. If you know, if you and I know uh, the destiny that God has prepared for us and the power that God has placed on the inside of us, especially if you have received the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, the power and the and the impact you will have if you reach your destiny. The enemy knows, you know, a portion of what you you would be you would be able to strike a mighty blow to his kingdom if you and I were to reach the full potential in Christ that we need to be at. Amen. And if we understand the power that we possess in Jesus Christ, we would be a, a asset to the Lord and a uh, uh, a, um, a a mental battle to the enemy. Amen. We would be a great asset to the Lord. I, I love it when people become a mental uh, burden to the enemy. Amen. We can become mental burdens to the enemy and not allow the enemy to become a mental burden to us. Amen. And one of those things to be a mental burden to us that the enemy does is that he does bring fear. Fear to the point that using fear to allow us allow us not to receive what God has for us. Amen. And as I said, um, uh, during this series, I said there are a lot of things that we might want to do in life, but it is the fear that we that 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 comes that allows us. Fear can keep you down and out. Fear can keep you from the things that God has for your life. And one of the things, one of the things, one of the things that we uh, can do is 
and I, and I say this all the time, one of the things that we can do to fight against the spirit of fear is pray. Amen. Talk to the Lord. Tell the Lord, you know, I, 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 I can't handle this. You know, we one of the things that I uh, talked about in this series uh, talking about fear, one of the things that we fear as people when we um, are going into a new venture in our lives, one of the things that might uh, cause us to fear is the unknown. Amen. We don't know the outcome. Amen. Of what uh, what we're trying to get to. It might be a goal or it might be a destiny or it might be an aspiration in your life. And you might have to work so hard to get there. It might be easy to get there, but the unknown is what we are afraid of. We don't know what 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 we have. And sometimes, um, um, sometimes we do know, and we don't want to face it. Amen. Sometimes we know uh, the things that we have to go through to get to the other side of the blessing. Amen. And we and we get into fear of okay. Um, uh, some of us, my, my, my pastor, um, uh, you know, when he first, uh, before he and my uh, first lady started pastoring, um, they were, um, being ministered to about starting, uh, their work, amen, that the Lord had given them. And, you know, they were a little bit shaky at first, you know, it was, it was, is it really the Lord telling us to, to do this? And the Lord was bringing forth sermons to them, telling them to come out of their comfort zone. Amen. And that's the that's the fear of coming out. Some of us love being in our comfort zone. Amen. And when we come out of our comfort zone, we get in fear because we're used to something. Amen. And when we get used to something, you know, we want to keep it going and keep it going and keep it going. But sometimes to reach those unknown blessings, we got to come out of our comfort zone and we got to come out of what out of the norm. Um, I, I, I'm used to say that, um, if you want major results in something, you got to do, um, sometimes you got to do, um, extra unordinary things to get it done. Amen. You can't, um, you can't expect a new results using the same, uh, you know, the same thing, the same formula. You're using the same formula to get new results and these and the formula that you're using is not bringing forth the results that you want or the new results that you want. You got to step out of your comfort zone. And I know sometimes that when we step out of our comfort zone, it seems fearful because of the fact that, you know, we're stepping into something that we've never stepped into before. And the Lord tells us in the word of God that he would ne- number one, he won't put more on us than than we can bear. And number two, he said that he would never leave us and he would never forsake us, that he's always there for us. And that leads us to um, I want to read this scripture uh, in this verse in Psalms uh, 46, 
uh, verse number uh, one. And it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very pleasant help in trouble. Amen. Uh, He is he helps us go through the, the things that we need to go through to get the results that we are looking for, for our destiny, for our life, for our children, for our um, marriages, whatever it might be. You know, we have to understand that in getting to the things that we want, need in life, spiritually and naturally, we're going to have to go through something. Amen. You're going to have to go through something. I'm going to have to go through something because of it. And, and I remember um, listening to a he he's a motivational speaker and he, his name is Eric Thomas. And then you heard me talk about it before. Um, he said if it was easy, everybody would do it. What he was talking about was if that goal was easy if that destiny was easy if that was supposed to be easy for you to reach that everybody would be doing it amen everybody would do it when you reach success whether it's spiritually or naturally um you know the bible says faith without works is dead you can have all the faith in the world, but unless you work towards it, amen, it, 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 you're, 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 you're a sounding brass and tinkling cymbals, the Bible says, amen. If you're not putting in the work, or if I'm not putting in the work to get to a, de- a destination in my life, then, and, but I keep talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. You know, my words are sounding brass and tinkling cymbals. Amen. Um, my my uncle uh, used to say, uh, you can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? And, and it's, it's anything that's hard, anything that's hard to get, it's going to be worth it all. Amen. Anything that's really, really easy to get. It's probably not worth it. And I say that because if you work hard for something, you appreciate it more. I mean, there are times in my life where, um, I mean, I've went to, um, you know, to do things for my family. I've, I've worked hard to make sure that my family is well taken care of you know we may not have all of the all of the riches and all of the money that we want but you know um along with my wife you know we work hard to provide for our house we work hard to provide for our children to make sure that they have you know um but and i and i i express this uh, to my my children um, all the time, and I and I try to express it with words and in and and in deeds, you know. Um, and I remember uh, one time I was uh, going to work, 
and my oldest son and I've and I've told this testimony before I was on my way to work and my son my oldest son he was standing outside playing with his friends and this is uh, summertime I, I forget if it was I think it was the summer before before this past summer and he was outside talking to his friends and I was going I was uh, going to work and he's watching me go to work and he's you know his friend was asking him who who I was and he said that's my dad and he said you know I'm you know he's going to work and you know he he told his friend you know I was going to work and he said he only goes to three places he only goes to work church and does his uh you know radio stuff and and it kind of at that moment it kind of made me you know tear up a little bit because you know when you when you step out of your comfort zone and 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 you step out of fear and you and you go forth in whatever God has designed for your life, people will see it. Amen. People will see it. And you want people to see it. Amen. Not not because you're doing it, but it's to glorify the Lord, you know, that he's that he's blessing your life. Amen. Um the Bible says that we're 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 to be read by all men. Amen. Um you know, I want people to see the the God in me and that God is working in my life so that God might be glorified. Amen. Not me be glorified, but the God that lives on the inside of me be glorified. Amen. And I told my 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 sons, I said, I go to work to set the example for you guys so that you know, you don't have to go out here and and uh, you know steal or or rob somebody or you know do things that um, that the that um, you know the law says is wrong. You know, but you can go to work and and I've um, tried to set the best example I can for my sons. Um, all three of my sons and I and I've told them and my father my father was the best example for me amen uh, as far as you know going out getting going after what you want amen going after uh, my father um, who is uh, I, I mean the hardest working man I have ever seen in my life um you know, for 35 years, he worked, worked, I mean, worked, worked, worked hard, amen, getting up in the, um, you know, in the early mornings, um, getting ready for work, sometimes sick, sometimes hurting, sometimes in pain, sometimes, um, you know, be you know slunched over because his stomach was hurting and he you know be sick or whatever and he would still get up and go to work 
and still uh, come home tired, but still being able to spend time with his wife and his children. Amen. And it, and it, that's, that's the motivation that we need. Amen. That's the, that's the type of endurance that we need to reach our goal so that we may not walk in fear. Amen. And if we have that motivation, if we have that motivation to, you know, go forth in what the Lord has for us, if we have that same, that same endurance uh, to go forth in what God has for us, whether it fits spiritually or naturally, because the Bible says that, you know, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And if we have that greater on the inside of us, as we said um, in our in at the start of our series, if we if we analyze the greatness that we have on the inside of us and we and we build up that greatness on the inside of us, there's nothing that we cannot do, both spiritually and naturally. Amen. Um, the Lord, the Lord has you know, made it plain that uh, with him, all things are possible. Amen. And without him, nothing is possible. Amen. And in Philippians, um, in, in the book of Philippians, it says, I can do all things through Christ that strengtheneth me. Amen. We don't have to walk in fear. Amen. Of going to that new, that next level. Um, whether it be spiritually or naturally, amen, um, going to that next level on your job, you know, amen, uh, going to pursue uh, that, that, that business or whatever that might be, amen, to, to pursue a better prayer life, amen, to pursue a better fasting life, to pursue a, a, a closer walk with Christ, to pursue more wisdom on how to, um, you know, live for the Lord, amen, to pursue, um, you know, getting deeper into the word of God, amen, um, you know, just, just knowing more about the Lord, amen, um, and it, in, you know, in everything, you know, great thing, great things that come to us take time, amen, amen, great things that come to us take time to develop. Amen. It takes time to develop greatness. You might, and for you to under, for you to see that greatness come out of you, it takes time for it to, to develop. You might already have the greatness in you, but to bring out that full manifestation of that greatness that is on the inside of you, it takes time. And sometimes it does not happen overnight because getting to greatness. It takes wisdom to get to greatness, and it takes it, it takes following somebody great because you know when greatness comes comes responsibilities. Um, I remember, and I say this all the time. Um, I was, um, you know, my my kids love cartoons, and sometimes I watch I watch you know cartoons with them and. And different uh, shows with them, and one of the shows that that they you know uh, like watching or used to like watching, whichever one they watch it sometimes every now and then, um, is Spider Man. 
and one of the things in that in that movie and in that show, um, you know, those that watch Spider-Man and I give this analogy a lot. One of the things that uh, Peter Parker's uncle was telling him before he became Spider-Man was with great power comes great responsibility. Amen. And the greatness that is on the inside of you. Hallelujah. With great power. With greatness comes great responsibility. You got to learn how to uh, harness that greatness. You know, greatness doesn't happen overnight. But greatness comes when we know how and where to use it at. Amen. How to use it. When to use it. When to speak. When not to speak. And that happens, uh, that doesn't, that doesn't, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. That doesn't develop overnight. But if we can, you know, harness the fact that we don't have to walk in fear, that's the first thing about stepping into greatness and stepping into your destiny and stepping into the goals and the aspirations that we have in our lives and that God has for us. It's stepping out of our comfort zone. Amen. Winning or winning against fear is stepping out of your comfort zone. You can win against fear by stepping out of your comfort zone. If you're doing the same old routine and that same old routine, you're not getting the results that you want. Are you getting the same old results and you're in the same place and you're stagnant? Then you need to come out of your comfort zone. I need to come out of my comfort zone. There are some things now. my, my father shared with us, my father, growing up, uh, he shared with all of his boys, because there was uh, four of us, and he was talking about us being in relationships, and he said, one day you're going to, you know, meet that woman, and you're going to be married, and you're going to, you know be a husband and a father and all that stuff and he said the thing that you did to get that woman to marry you whatever you did whether it was buying her flowers opening doors you know telling her that she's beautiful you know all of that stuff caring for her Making sure that she's loved, amen. Showing her love, the any way that you show her love. And it's not always materialistic stuff, but these are just examples that he was giving. And he said, the thing the, the things that you did before you got married to get that woman is the same things that you're gonna have to do to keep that woman. Amen. And so what I, I said that to say this, the same um, the same drive that you had to get to the place to get to this new level, you know, to to the start of this new level to get at the door, not to open the door to see to get to go through it yet, but just to get to that place. The same drive that got you to the place that you're at now is the same drive and maybe even higher that you're going to have to take to get to 
that next level. Amen. The the devil wants us to stop and quit. Amen. The enemy wants us to walk in fear and tell us and tell us it, it can never be done. You can't make it. You won't be able to do this. You won't be able to do that. But we need to learn how to encourage ourselves because sometimes um, getting to our destiny and getting the victory over something and getting to that destiny where God wants us to be, we won't have a cheerle- uh, 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 cheerleaders. We won't have cheerleaders sometimes. Sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Sometimes you might have to stand alone. But know that when you're standing alone, you're never alone. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes when you're standing alone, those times when you think that you're by yourself, those times that you think that you're alone, that you're alone in this new venture, in this new uh, uh, destiny in your life. Know that you're never alone. Amen. Know that you know that you're not alone in this. And know that know that God won't put more on you than what you can bear. Amen. Let's go to Psalms 34. Amen. Psalms 34 shows us where we where we need to be. Amen. In all things. Amen. Psalms 34 shows us what we, one of the things that we need to do to, um, to fight against our fears. And this is what we need to do. Psalms 34 verse 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. When we're going through the trials, when we're going through the tests of life, trying to get to our destiny, we must bless the Lord. Not every every road in our life is going to be easy. It's not going to be a flower bed of ease. My life has not been a flower bed of ease. I understand that. My marriage has not been a flower bed of ease. Me being a father has not been a flower bed of ease. I understand that. But I have to know that God has my best interests at heart through it all. And he's not going to leave. And if he's not going to leave me, he said he would never leave me. He would never forsake me. Even if I chose to make my bed in hell, he's there. He's always going to be there. Now, in, in what the enemy brings to us, in that fear, he wants to use this thing called fear to, to, to steal, kill, and destroy us. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. Amen. He comes to steal, kill, and to destroy the very foundation that we have. So what we have to do is we have to, when he tries to come in and steal, kill, and destroy us with with this thing, with this spirit of fear, 
we must combat the enemy. The Bible says that that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Amen. That's why the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. That's why the Bible tells us to fast. That's why the Bible tells us to pray. That's why the Bible tells us to stay in the word of God. So we can use the scriptures to fight against the enemy. Well, you might say, Adam, um, Adam, I, I got to, I, I have anxiety. That's the spirit. No matter what the doctor might say, fear ain't nothing but a spirit. I'm just, I'm just saying. Now, what I'm saying is, what I am going to say is, you might say, well, what about the, uh, what about God saying to the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Okay. That is talking about, that's not talking about somebody fearing God like they're trembling in their boots or they're, or they're you know, ducked off in a corner somewhere in fear. That's not what the Lord wants you to do. Anybody. That is not what the Lord wants us to do. We, he does not want us to be in fear of him. He wants us to, and when he says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, what it is, is it's a reverence to God. It is an honor to, uh, to serve him. It's a servant. It's a servanthood. Amen. That's what he's talking about. The, the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Because it is the beginning beginning of wisdom. You're learning how to serve him. You're learning how to honor him. And honoring the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. We have to understand that fear is no fear has no place in our lives at all. Period. Fear has no place in your life. Fear has no place in my life. Fear has no place anywhere um, in what we're doing. And I want to take you uh, to a scripture in the book of Mark. Um, Mark, um, Mark chapter, Mark chapter four. Verse 30, verse 36 through 41. Amen. That's Mark chapter 4, verses 36 through 41. And it reads, And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as even as he was in the ship and there were also with him other little ships and there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat unto the ship so that it was now full and he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow and they 
and they woke I woke him and say unto him master carest thou carest thou not that we perish and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea peace be still and the wind ceased and the and there was a great calm. Verse number 40. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? Verse 41. And they feared exceedingly and said one to, one to another, What matter of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him. Now, in this in these verses um the Lord was talking to his disciples in uh Mark chapter 4 verses um 36 through 41. There was a storm they were, you know, they were in in uh on a ship and Jesus was asleep at the bottom of this ship. He was naturally sleeping. And there was a great storm. So much, it was storming so bad that water started coming into the ship. And the disciples got, you know, they got in fear. They were they was afraid for their life. They was like, wait a minute. Hey, look. Go, somebody go down there and get Jesus because uh, this this is, this is not this is not what we this is not what we planned on getting into, Amen. We didn't plan on this storm happening, Amen. We didn't plan on you know going through the going through this. This is what I was talking about earlier. We we when we when we get when we get pushed out of our comfort zone, we start to get scared. Amen. We start to get in fear. We're in fear of the unknown. And this is why they said, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Because if you don't do something, we're going to die. We're going to die. But the Lord, you know, the Lord, even though, and it brings me to um, an analogy, because it teaches us with these what these verses teaches us is that they had Jesus on board with them. He was literally on board with them. Amen. While the storms were raging, he was still yet on board with them. And you might say, well, Jesus was naturally sleeping, so how would he know what's going on? He was yet God, but yet man. He knew about the storm even before the storm even got there. He could have done something even while he was sleeping. But he wanted to see their faith. He wanted to see what they would do. Because they had the ability to speak to the storm. And the storm might have ceased. But they didn't do that. They got in fear. They went directly to, hey, look, wait a minute. This is not this is not what we signed up for. Go get Jesus. While this storm is raging, they went down there and got Jesus. 
And Jesus comped the seas. He comped the sea. He said, peace be still. But then he went to, and, and, and he, 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 he chastised his disciples. He's like, wait a minute. You, you, now I know you called me and everything, but where's your faith at? Where's your faith? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Why, why, why didn't you tell the storm to move? Where is your faith? And that's the same thing with us. We have to tell fear to back up. We have to speak things as not as though they were. We have to learn how to encourage ourselves. Even though Jesus wasn't, Jesus was asleep, we have to realize by faith that he, um, even though he was physically sleeping in that moment, he was yet still there. And we have to understand, even though we go through the tests and trials of our life and storms of life, Jesus is yet there, even though he ain't even answered us. Sometimes we pray. We've been praying and praying and praying, asking God to deliver us and do this and do that. And we see and we we get um, we we get fearful and we like, well, God, where are you at? Are you hearing me? Are you are you under? Did you understand my prayer? And God ain't saying no answers and everything. And we we start getting in fear. We start moving in fear. Like, wait a minute, God, did you hear me? Wait, God ain't said a word, but God's still listening. God's just waiting on you to have the faith. Faith moves us. Faith moves the problem. God waiting on to see what you gonna do. God's waiting on to see what I'm gonna do before he moves. Sometimes God will allow things to happen just to see what we're going to do in that situation. There are some people that say, well, I would do this in this situation. I would do that in that situation. I would do this. Okay, well, we about to find out. Okay. Since you said that, I'm about to find out. Oh, I would stand I would stand on. There's some. There's some saved people that do this. Oh, I, 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 I would stand on the word of God. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. I. I wouldn't get in fear of that. And as soon as they go through it, they like Lord Jesus. Where are you? But we have to have the faith. The faith enough to believe that God is going to move. In, in having the faith, we have to sometimes speak over our own selves. Sometimes we have to speak over the situation. Even before we see the result. The Bible tells us that life and death lie in the power of the tongue. What you speak is what is going to happen. Whatsoever whatsoever a man thinketh, so is he. That's why I said, if you if you want to be a millionaire, make sure you have a millionaire spirit first in Christ. 
Because you can't prosper. You, you prosper as your soul prospers. You'll prosper naturally. Let me let me give you let me give you let me give you this. You'll prosper better in the natural once your soul is prospering. When you move for God, don't you know everything else will line up for itself? You trying to push that business, you trying to do this and do that in the natural. Do the things of God first. There's an old saying, if you take care of God's business, he'll take care of your business. But I got to make, there's so many people nowadays, oh, I got I, I, I to gotta make this money. I got to go to work. I got to make this money. Don't you depend on that job. That's being it. Look, let me hear me today. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you so dependent on that job. You so dependent on that check when you should be depending on the word of God. Your faith should not be built on that job. Your faith should not be built on that check. Hear me, man of God. Hear me, woman of God. Hear me, man. Hear me, woman. Hear me, child. Whoever is listening. Yo, yo, children, hear me. Yo, yo, your faith should not be built on your education. Now, it's good. Now, I ain't going to say it's not good to go out there and get an education because it is. It's good to go out there and get an education. Amen. Go out and get your education. But don't make it. Don't make it so much that you become so educated that you forget about God. Don't get wrapped up so into your to your job that you forget about the Lord. Don't get so wrapped up in your business that you forget about the Lord. Oh, I gotta make this money. Uh, uh-uh, that money ain't going. That, that that money is not going. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Amen. On what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? We got a lot of people doing a lot of things, but they. They, they, they focusing on the wrong thing. We got to learn how to keep the main thing the main thing. As my, as, as, as my former pastor used to say, keep the main thing the main thing. My, 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 the, the job in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, the checks that I get, my faith is not built on that. My faith is built on Jesus Christ and his righteousness. My, my hope is not built on, on, on my job. My doctor, my heart doctor uh, told me one time, you know, the medicine that I'm giving you could fail you at any time. He said that the, the, the disease that you have, you could die at any time from it. But he, he told me in front of my parents and in front of my former pastor years ago, he said, whatever you doing, keep doing it because it's keeping you alive. He said, if it, because he kept asking me, he kept asking me, he kept saying, well, what is it that keeps you going? I said, I go to church and I praise the Lord. 
I go to church. I go. I go. And I don't just go to church just to go to church. I don't just go to church. But I step into the house of the Lord and I praise him and I give him I give him his glory. I do whatever the Lord asks for me to do. That's how I get the result. You want you want unexpected results? You got to do some unexpected things. See a person uh in I, I say a person that that had a person that has the condition that I was diagnosed with is not supposed to be shouting around a church. It's not supposed to be preaching. It's not supposed to be, um, you know, uh, dancing around a church. And I mean a holy dance. I ain't talking about no worldly dancing neither. Not supposed to be doing that stuff. Scientifically. But because of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's given me the strength. My hope is not built in the medicine. That my doctor prescribed to me. Now do I take my medicine? Yes. But my hope is not built on that. My hope is not built on what my doctor tells me. Now, do I go? Do I ask my doctor questions? Yes. Yes, I do. Me providing for my children, my hope is not built in my job and the money that I make. My hope is not built in what my wife brings home on her job. There are some times where sometimes you may not know where the money is going to come from. How that bill is going to get paid. I know who he is. That's why I can say I ain't got to walk in fear. That's why I can win against fear. I can have a win against fear because I understand where my help come from. I understand where if I look to the hills from which cometh my help. Because my help cometh from the Lord. Look to the hills. Look to the hills from which cometh your help. Because your help cometh from the Lord. Your help don't come from the check. Your help don't come from the job. Your help don't come from the assistance that you might receive. But your help comes from the Lord. Don't worry about, look. Don't worry about uh, uh, the resources. Don't put your faith in the resources. Put your faith in the source. Put your hope in the source, not the resources. Because the resources come from the source. The source is Jesus Christ. The resources come from Jesus Christ. He said he owns the cattle of a thousand hills. Everything in the world is his. 
from the cattle to the human being. You might say, well, technology isn't here, but he gave the but he gave man the knowledge to create the technology. Amen. That idea he put in your that idea that you have, he he allowed you to think of the idea. He could have snatched every bit of thought out of your mind. And you wouldn't have been able to think about that idea. But I challenge you today to not walk in fear. I I challenge you today to step out of your comfort zone and win over fear. To, To win against fear. Win against it. Speak life over yourself. When fear creeps in, speak over yourself. You might be by yourself. You might end up by yourself going through or getting to your destiny. Because there's going to be some people that can't go with you to the next level that you're getting ready to go to. You might have to drop some friends. You might have to drop some family members. And I'm, when I say drop them, I don't mean like, you know, you never see them again or whatever. What I mean is in that moment and in that time where you need to be by yourself just to get to where God wants you to be at. You might have to walk alone. Not everybody's for you. Not everybody's for me. Everybody doesn't understand the vision that God has given us. Everybody does not understand the vision that God has given me. Everybody does not understand the vision that God has given you. And the, the plans and the ideas that God has given you. Because the Bible said without a, without a vision, the people perish. And I've said this before. Your goal, your aspiration, your destiny, your destiny. If you don't reach your destiny, the person that is connected to your destiny may not be able to reach theirs because what's connected to you, if you don't go after, if you walk in fear, let me tell you something. If you walk in fear and don't reach your destiny in life, somebody that needs to reach their destiny might be connected to your destiny might be connected to you. So if you don't reach your destiny, that's why I said it's good for people to see you prospering in Christ and in your life so that God might get the glory and so that you might be able to help somebody reach their destiny. Your your next idea, your next game plan might help somebody reach their destiny. Your testimony of how you made it over just might be that thing that gets them over. So don't walk in fear. I encourage you today. I challenge you today. As it is Monday, December the 6th, I challenge you to go into your destiny. I challenge you to step into your destiny today. Amen. We're going to take a commercial break and we're going to come right back. 
we're going to finish talking about this topic on today, on this episode. Amen. Because there are, there are many, many people that are walking in fear today. Now, I'm going to let you know that when we come back, what fear can lead to, we're going to talk about it right here on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast. God bless you, and I will see you after this commercial break. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is founder and pastor of Triumph in Faith Apostolic Church, William A. Tuggle III, 2950 North High School Road, here in the beautiful city of Indianapolis, Indiana. All are welcome to every service and any service that we have. Sunday school begins at 11.30 a.m. morning worship immediately following, where Jesus is the center of attraction. All are welcome to attend in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. I am your host, Adam Tuggle, and this is the show that gets your week started off right. This is the show where the gospel is told and not sold. Amen. God bless you. I hope that you are having a very, very blessed week. I pray that you are having a very, very blessed beginning of the week. Amen. Um, I want to say before we finish up here, I want to uh, show some love to our sponsors in Jesus name. I want to show some love uh, to uh, Snap Photography in Jesus name. One of our uh, great sponsors uh, for the uh, podcast in Jesus name Um, and my 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 good friend, my my. My brother from another mother in Jesus' name, if if I could say that, um, Angelo, and over there at Snap Photography, we thank God for them in Jesus' name. Um, make sure you hit up his Facebook page, um, Angelo Martinez. Make sure you hit him up if you need some uh, photography work done or uh, 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 videography or. Or anything, amen, dealing with uh, photography or video uh, needs, make sure you hit him up in Jesus' name. Right there on Facebook at Angelo Martinez is his Facebook name, amen. Look him up, amen. Um, Also, we want to show some love to uh, Fresh, Fresh Fades Mobile Barbering Service right here in the city. In state of Indianapolis, Indiana, ran by my my cousin Jermaine Wallace. Um, he does great, great work in the barbering game right now. In Jesus' name, we want to show some love to uh, Fresh Fades Mobile Barbering, and we also want to show some love to uh, the Kingdom, the Kingdom Cleaning Service. Amen. Ran by my big brother. Uh, Marquise Barber, 
Um, go to all of their Facebook uh, pages. Um, if you need um, uh, a haircut, go to Jermaine Wallace. If you need some cleaning done in your home or in your office space or office, uh, make sure you hit up Marquise Barber um, on Facebook and he will um, and they will uh, give you um, great quality prices for great quality work in Jesus name. Amen. And we also want to um, say if you would like to be a sponsor for the podcast, make sure um, we don't do this often. We do not do this often because we're not selling the gospel. We're not selling the gospel. Let me say that now before I make this, before I say this. We are not selling the gospel because the gospel is not meant to be sold you can't buy the gospel you can't sell the gospel but if you want to uh, help this podcast um, you can go to our uh, page on the anchor app on the Spotify app and you can uh, be a sponsor for the podcast at any level of giving that you would like to in Jesus name you can do it monthly or you can do it one time amen we thank God for any anybody that would love to be a sponsor for the for the podcast in Jesus name because um, we we love doing this but we're not in it. We're not in it for a fame or fortune, but we're in it to bring forth the word of God. Amen. So we thank God uh, for our sponsors and we thank God for future sponsors in Jesus name. Um, We also uh, thank God. We also want to show some love to our listeners. Every listener around the world. I was looking at the stats the other day and we have. Uh, 26, 26 states in the United States. That's little more than half the country listening to the Summit Internet Radio podcast show every week. Amen. And we're looking to get more. And we have um, more than um, 24 countries listening to the podcast. Amen. And we want more. Amen. Um, we're praying that the that this gospel be preached, and we're not we're not asking um, we're not asking God to branch this out for fame or fortune, but we're asking Him to branch this out to countries and to different states and cities. Branch this gospel out um because people need this amen people need the gospel of Jesus Christ and the true the true word of God now, we don't need no watered down stuff but we need the whole roll we need to eat the meat and this and the the new people that are coming into the kingdom of God the babies um the babies that are being born in the kingdom need the sincere milk of the word of God so 
Um, We thank God for this podcast um, that we are able to come every week and bless the people, bless people. This is not, like I said, this is not for fame or fortune. This is not, this is not for that. I'm not doing this to get famous. I'm doing this because God has called uh, me to do this. Um, It was prophesied to me, amen, that I would be doing this. And I'm just working underneath God's call. Amen. So, amen. But I want to uh, do this real quick. And I want to say this. That any destiny, whatever your destiny is, whatever it might be, do do not fear what you cannot see. Do not fear what you cannot see. I don't know who I'm talking to, but do not fear what you cannot see. And I say that because you have eyes. You have eyes that are watching your every move. The eyes of God watching your every move and he is a spiritual GPS and if you let him lead you just like a GPS leads you on the road there will be no mistakes you won't now will life be easy no it won't are you going to have some bumpy, bumpy uh, things in the road? Yeah, of course. But don't be afraid of the unknown. Don't be afraid of it. Because technically, it's not unknown. It's just unknown to you and I. But it's not unknown to God. It's not unknown to the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said that he would never leave us, that he would never forsake us, and that he won't put more on us than what we can bear. So even though the road might look tedious, even though the battle might seem so strong, even though the race might seem might seem I'm not going to win this race. It might seem the race might seem long. But the Bible says the Bible tells us the race isn't given to the swift nor the battle to the strong but it is given to he that endured to the end. We have to endure this fight until the end. We have to endure. We have to show our endurance. Because when you're weak, you're strong. And the Bible says, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Yes, 
We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. We're more than conquerors. There is nothing that we cannot conquer through Jesus Christ. There is no limits that we cannot go. Our God is, I I was talking to somebody on my job and they they were talking about, you know, I'm not against any, I'm not against anybody's beliefs. This is not what this show is here to do. Amen. You believe what you want to believe. If you don't like it, turn me off. Amen. You don't like what I'm saying? Turn me off. But I told somebody this was a like this past week I was at my job and they were talking to me about what they believed and how um, you know the God that they believed in and they were challenging me on the God that I serve and I said I began to tell that individual told them that you know I don't mean no harm but the God that I serve is limitless he's not limited He's limitless. There are not li- there is no limits on the God that I serve. But it sounds like to me that the God that you serve has limits. And the reason why I said that and what the conversation that me and this individual were having was that we were talking about heaven and they were saying that hey i i i want to be here when when the new earth happens and things like that and i said you don't you you don't want to go to heaven and they said yeah i want to go to heaven but if i don't go to heaven i want to be on the on this new earth that's getting ready to happen. And I said, okay. I said, so this God that you serve is going to create a new earth for you if you don't make it to heaven, right? They said, yeah. I said, okay. And I asked them, I said, have they created a way for you to make it to heaven? And they they couldn't give me an answer. And I told them, I said, well, the God that I serve has made a way of escape for everybody to make it to heaven. Not everybody's going to heaven. But he is not. He has made a way of escape for everybody to make it to heaven. But you have to follow the plan that God has set for you to make it to heaven. And that's underneath Acts 2 and 38. 
and they begin to tell they begin to tell me well well I would just like to if I can't make it to heaven I'll just live on the new earth I said well guess what I said even the new earth got some problems in it I said when I go to heaven I won't have any problems I'm going to a land of no more they said the land, a land of no more. What do you mean a land of no more? I'm going to a land of no more pain, no more heartache, no more, no more heart disease, no more diabetes, no more none of that. I'm gonna be walking the streets of gold. I'm gonna have a new body. This 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 fleshly body that I have, it won't be compared to the body that I'll have in heaven. Cause I'll be, I'm, 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 I'll be, I'll be in, immortal. My body will be immortal. I'll step from mortality to immortality. I've stepped into, I, I would have stepped into perfection. Cause here, right here on this earth is, in, it's not, it's not, it's not perfection. But when I get my new body, my body is going to be so, and your body is going to be so perfection. Our bodies will be just like Jesus. Will there be no more sickness? No more hurting? No more pain? No more having to worry about paying bills? And I told this individual, I said, well, on this new earth, you're still going to have to pay bills. To be able to live. You can't go nowhere for free. At least not on this earth. I said every country, you got to pay something. Every country you go to, you got to pay something to live. And I said that to say this. You have to understand that when you get to your destiny, There is going to be greatness that comes from it. There's going to be greatness that comes from it. But you gotta, but you got to press. The Bible says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We gotta press. We gotta press our way through. We got to press. Look, my uncle, my uncle JC used to call uh, the church his hospital. When he was sick, he used to come to church and he used to receive his healing. Every single time he came. Because he knew where to get his healing from. He said, if I could just get to the house of God, I know I'll get my healing. There are benefits wrapped up in your destiny. What God has designed for you. 
And I'm talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about Jehovah. I'm not talking about Muhammad. I'm not talking about uh, Buddha. I'm not talking about none of them. I'm talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about Mary. Look, let me tell you something. There's some people that worship Mary. Now, I'm not talking about nobody's beliefs or anything. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. But let me tell you something. Those that, those that um, give their Hail Marys, let me tell you something. Mary had to receive the Holy Ghost just like everybody else. Mary was, uh, Mary was in the upper room. On the day of Pentecost. Uh-huh. I don't want to serve a God that is that. I don't want to serve a God or anything that is that has limits on it. The God that I serve does not have limits. He's limitless. There's only two things that my God cannot do. Out of every other God that's made, all these other gods can 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 say and do a lot of things. They can say a lot, and they can they can they can say that they can do a lot for you. But let me tell you something: they will fail you. Gods of the gods of 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 chair and and table, and I'm just paraphrasing y'all, because people can make anything out of a god, and I don't know why I'm going here, but people can make anything out of a god, but it will fail because it doesn't have the power to hold up. The things that it might bring, it might bring temporary, temporary, temporary happiness, temporary joy. It might bring temporary, but if it ain't from the Lord Jesus Christ, it ain't about nothing. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. So on today, I challenge you. I challenge everybody listening to this podcast today. I challenge you. I challenge you to be that strong individual challenge you that your faith will be as strong as Samson's strength was in the physical. Because Samson, he was a strong man. But don't let your don't let your strength be shaken by the fears, the Delilahs of this world. Because that's where Samson fell. Samson fell into the trap of losing his strength. He fell into a trap. And he led a little, he led a little 
lady. He let a little lady a lady make him lose his destiny. He let a little lady in her words rob him of his destiny. Rob him of his strength physically and spiritually. But we cannot let fear we can't let the devil. We can't let the we can't let demons. We can't even let people. We can't let things rob us of our destiny. Rob us of our victory. Rob us of our Come on here. So I challenge you today that you will make it a habit to pray more. That you will make it a habit to fast more. That you will make it a habit to read the word of God like you have never read the word of God before. Because the Bible can teach us how to live life. It is a walking, it, 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 it's a, it, the, the Bible itself is an outlook on life and how to live it. God has given us a blueprint on how to live life and to live life prosperously, naturally and spiritually. We just got to get into the book because every situation that you could ever go through is in the book. The answer is in the book. It's in the Bible. Look, I can, I, I will just, I can guarantee you Every answer you need is in the Bible. You may not believe me, but I get every answer that I've needed to learn to live life. Don't you don't you know the Bible reading the Bible and not just reading it, but applying it to your life, what you read to your life. Don't you know, for example. The Bible, reading the Word of God, the Word of God can teach you how to get out of debt. Mm. The Word of God can teach you how to manage your money. You don't believe me? It said, the Word of God says, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Render unto God what is God's. He was talking about Paying bills. He was talking about paying tithes. Render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. He was talking about pay your bills. Pay your bills. Point blank in a nutshell, pay your bills. Don't be late. That'll keep you out of debt. Amen. But at the end of this, don't walk in fear, but walk in victory. Walk in the authority that God has given you, that God has set for you. Some of us can't walk in in the authority because we don't have the authority on the inside of us. And that authority 
is God's spirit living on the inside of us. I challenge you today to go. If you not, if you have not been in a, in a if you have not been, if you have not lived life in the pardon of your sins, if you haven't lived life sin free, then you ain't living yet. And I could tell you how to live sin free. Go to your nearest Bible. King James Version. Pick up that Bible. And go to Acts 2 and 38. It says in that in the word of God it says. In Acts 2 and 38 it says. Then Peter said unto them. Repent. And be baptized every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Because in Acts 1 and 8 it says, After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall have power. That's how you get out of sin. That's how you get your ticket to heaven. That's how you'll be able to live life not walking in fear. That's how you'll be able to win against your deepest fears. Having the greater on the inside of you. I've read it before. The Bible says greater is he than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And that is the Holy Ghost. Amen. I thank God for this episode talking about what is your deepest fear. I thank God for this series, this three part series on today. I hope this has blessed your soul. I pray that you have a very, very blessed week. I pray that everything that God has ordained for you to have, I pray that you receive it. Spiritually and naturally. I pray that this show has has been a blessing to you. And I pray that You'll walk in the destiny that God has designed for your life. In Jesus' name. This is the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show with your host, Adam Tuggle. I love you. I thank God for you. And make sure that you continue to listen to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. Listen to us every week. We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor, and I just got word that we are now on iHeartRadio, y'all. Amen. We are now on iHeartRadio as well. We are on uh, on a website, 
uh, called Radio Public, www.radiopublic.com. We're also on the Overcast app. There are so many. Uh, we're on the um, uh, the Google the Google app. Amen. We're also on the Apple Apple app. Amen. We thank God for the uh, Apple Apple and Google Podcast app. Amen. We thank God for them over there at Google and and the Apple uh, Podcast app. Amen. We thank God for being on there in Jesus' name. But I, I thank God uh, for this podcast, and I thank God uh, for the Lord um, giving me grace and giving me favor in Jesus' name to be able to do this every week in Jesus' name. And remember... Um, I want to say this before we go. Uh, stay tuned because we are moving into uh, 2022. Um, in a couple, like in a week or two, will be um, will be Christmas, and I pray that y'all have a very very blessed Christmas um, season. And uh, we, we're going to be doing some big things in 2022. Um, the Lord has um, pressed it up on my heart um, to go forth and to, um, to see what the end is going to be. Amen. Um, so remember, um, do have, um, do pray for the Summit Internet Radio Podcast. Make sure that you listen every week um, from 3 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. Amen. Eastern Standard Time. In Jesus' name. And also go back and listen to uh, the shows that we've already done, the episodes in our, uh, that we have. In Jesus' name, you can go back and listen to those. Um, like I said, we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, um, we're on the various apps in Jesus' name. Um, God bless you. I love you. And um, before we go, I want to say, as it states in Acts 2 and 38, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is the only way to get into heaven. This is the only way to see the Lord's face in peace one day in Jesus' name. And since we have come to the conclusion of our series, I want to say to one and I want to say to all, God bless you. I love you in Jesus' name. And as as my grandmother, as my grandmother used to say, if you don't see me again, or in this case, since we're um, on the podcast. If you don't hear me again, I will see you in the rapture of the church. In Jesus' name, God bless you. And until next week, God bless you. In Jesus' name, I love you. This is the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show right here on Anchor, right here on Spotify. In Jesus' name, God bless you. In Jesus' name.